2: Hyundai. There's joy in every
3: journey. (laughs) Yeah!
2: Happy being alive,
1: day everybody. Thanks so much for being with us. July the 17th, 2023. Coming your way in 20 minutes. We are stunned to a news. Although before then, I've been alerted that Danielle, Maraz's beautiful and talented wife, has delivered a gift of sorts to the show. So we will do that coming up on the show in about 20 minutes. Also in 40 minutes, Miles Sanders has some interesting comments about Andy Dalton. Interesting. Speaking of running backs in the NFL, can we talk about what's happening with the Vegas Raiders and Josh Jacobs for a moment here? This has been the off season from hell for running backs. If you wanted to get paid, or you wanted your bosses to say nice things, and you were a running back, this was the worst off season ever. Austin Eckler, yeah, we're good. Saquon Barkley, nah, we're good. Dalvin Cook, nah. We're good. Josh Jacobs. Mm, we're good. All of these teams have taken Pro Bowl caliber running backs, some of which came off career seasons and said, meh. Now, in the Big Apple today with the Kobe Blue. With that team, at 4 o'clock, there's a deadline about whether they will come to some type of agreement with Saquon Barkley. And I think that Big Blue has a... (laughs) I will take Bradley. (laughs) They've got a price in mind, and they're not going to go over that. And now it's just a game of chicken. And whether Saquon is going to say no to that and force their hand in some type of holdout situation... I would imagine that a deal gets done today because Saquon eventually just has to say yes because it's better to take the money that have no money going into age 26 as a running back. Go Big Blue! Go big Blue! But in Vegas, it sounds like Josh Jacobs and the Raiders are even farther apart than the Giants and Saquon. Word is Jacobs will not be reported at training camp if he does not strike a deal with the Raiders on a long-term extension from the Las Vegas review journal. The feeling around the team is that the gap between the offer from the squad and Jacobs desires is too large to bridge by today's deadline for franchise tag players to sign their multi-year deals. Jacobs is not under contract. If he does not sign the tag today. So skipping camp would not come with any penalties or fines from the team, but it would call into question the path the Raiders want to take at running back if Jacobs isn't assured of being back in time for the regular season. This from pro football talk. Remember, other backs have been tagged and have been frustrated by doing so, like Tony Pollard in Dallas as well. I think there is an element to this from a Raider standpoint that does feel like they're playing with fire because Josh Jacobs is the best player on their offense and they've got a a quarterback in Jimmy Garoppolo that really can't handle an offense unless he has stout running behind him. We've seen this time and time again from Jimmy G. He thrives when they don't they don't have to worry about. He thrives when he's got a defense worried about the running back. He thrives when the pieces around him are deep and dynamic. He thrives when the defense is excellent. When Jimmy G has to carry you is when the problems happen. And if you don't have Josh Jacobs in the fold, you ask more of Garoppolo. Jacobs is a two time Pro Bowler in his four years with the team and is coming off his best season. Jacobs was nasty last year for the Raiders under Josh McDaniels. 1,650 yards on the ground, 12 touchdowns. His 1,600 yards, by far his most of his career, 12 touchdowns, ties for a career high. Also, though, 340 carries, which is. 75 more than his next highest usage season. So they used him a lot. He also caught 53 passes for 400 yards. That's a guy that went for over 2,000 yards from scrimmage last year. And now they're nickel and diamond him. So is there some risk here? Because you have a quarterback that needs a great ground game and he's coming off a really productive season. Yes, there is some risk here. At the same time, I feel like every running back in the NFL that's got money signs in his eyes just has to crash back to reality, that that's just not your reality. There's a lot of comparisons between running backs and the newspaper industry. If you grew up in the 70s, the 80s, the 90s. The newspaper in your town or your city was center to your life. And the columnist, if you're a sports fan, the columnists in your sports section were the kingmakers. If they ripped a manager or ripped a coach, everybody the next day was talking about it they could get people fired. If they were high on a young player, you circled that young player. That player's a made man. Those columnists dictated so much in your city. And then as the internet took over, Craigslist was the first part of things, took all of that classified money away from newspapers. And then we started going to cbssports.com, espn.com. We started getting our sports news online. Suddenly, online columnists, blogs, started taking away the the impact of the newspaper columnist. And then as newspapers' revenues dwindled and advertising fled to other places like the Internet, The paper got smaller and smaller and smaller. The columns got shorter and more rare. They started slashing your beat reporters and your columnist salaries. They stopped traveling to go cover the games. And suddenly your newspaper sports sections became almost an afterthought in your community. And those columnists who used to get paid tons of money, hundreds of thousands of dollars got outpriced, priced out, and faded away. And now newspapers are are gasping for air. Sports sections are gasping for air. The New York Times disbanded their sports section last week. The LA Times not running box scores and stats anymore. A lot of sports sections have just gone away around the country. And all of those six-figure jobs or sometimes seven-figure jobs of sports columnists from back in the day are not not there anymore. And you, you think that life should still be that way, and believe me, I love the old newspaper sports sections as well, but that's gone, and I feel like running backs are the same thing. If you grew up in the 70s, 80s, 90s, you knew that a great running back was almost vital to winning a Super Bowl or being a contender. Vital, Terrell Davis, Emmett Smith, Roger Craig, or Ricky Waters, Otis Anderson, or Joe Morris, John Riggins, Tony Dorsett, Franco Harris. It was almost mandated. Larry Zonka, Jim Taylor. You had to have a great running back or you were toast. And then as the 90s gave way to the 2000s, The 2000s gave way to the 2010s and 2020s. It's just an afterthought. Right off the top of your head, do you know who the Chiefs' leading rusher last year in the playoffs was? No chance. Do you know who got the most carries for the Chiefs in the Super Bowl? Seventh-rounder Isaiah Pacheco out of Rutgers. Not exactly Christian Okoye. Could you name who the Eagles' top back is going to be coming into the season? It's mainly Jalen Hurts. The point is that they're interchangeable. You know, the best teams in the NFL, it rarely, if ever, has anything to do with their running back. The Titans are the anomaly. Everybody else, when we talk about the best teams in the NFL, we start at quarterback and then start talking about their wide receivers. We don't start with, Who their running back is, and that's why they'll win a lot of games. So running backs like Saquon, like Josh Jacobs, like Austin Eckler and Tony Pollard, and all the rest of these guys that want money, they're just that's they're not living in today's reality unless, you know, you're two or three million dollars away from what the offer is. In that case, you know, you're just you're moving around decimal points and you're trying to get a, a roster bonus here or a guarantee there. If I make a Pro Bowl, this is what it's it it's worth it to me. But, you know, if Josh Jacobs and the the Raiders are, let's just say $20 million apart or something, the Josh Jacobs has no chance of winning that battle. None. There's no chance. This is not 1993 where Emmett Smith has a price in his mind and sits out for two games and the Cowboys go 0-2 and Jerry Jones goes, fine, paying whatever he wants. And it's just not going to happen anymore. So I just think you have to live in reality. I think if you're a running back, you basically exist in the newspaper section of the locker room. We like you. We like the concept of you, but we can replace you. You're not necessary to us. And for all of these running backs, I would be very careful about these holdouts, you know, because they'll go into the draft and they'll find Isaiah Pacheco. They'll go into the draft and find the next guy. And it's not going to be that hard for them. I'm talking about the GMs, the coaches. So, you know, you you can't risk in pricing yourself out. So I think the Raiders do need, Josh Jacobs to be better, but is he the difference between winning a Super Bowl or getting? No, the Raiders aren't getting to a Super Bowl with him. So why are they going to break the bank on something that's not even close to what they think he's worth? 855-212-4CBS is the phone number, or on Twitter, DA on CBS. Pete, how much should we do about Moraz leaving this week? Should it be like 50-50? Should it be 30-70? The first number here is how much time we spend on Moraz and his legacy here on the show. Maybe like
4: 5.95. 5 to 95.
1: So just a just a dollop.
4: Yeah. It's
1: like you get a big coffee and just a little bit of cream.
4: Yeah. Yeah, I mean he is he is dropping his moniker and going corporate, so
1: so you think that hurts how much we should remember
4: him? Yeah, I, I told you this is a max contract. The end of the end is the climax of a max contract. No, no,
1: he's getting a max contract. Yes,
4: yes, but the the peak is now. This is now we're getting into the injury phase of the whole. Well, he hadn't even you know, started in the max contract. That's yet. what I'm saying. Was going to happen.
1: I'm confused.
4: So you're saying
1: that we we've held the. Big press conference for the new contract. Everybody's feeling good and doing well, excited about Moraz. But that by opening night, there's going to be a massive injury. So right now is when all the feelings are the best.
3: Correct. Okay. Gordon Hayward okay. tear my shoulder labrum.
1: <laughs> I guess it's possible. possible. Well, Pete thinks that ultimately, you know, I that you're gonna you're gonna get. Big-headed with this new role, new station, big contract. and No that question. You're just going to start mailing it in and not be worth your deal. No question. Oh, you're looking forward to that? <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> doubt about it. Just kidding. I'm going to work
3: hard, I think. You said there's no work to be done, though. Yeah, there's always work to be done. I don't know. It's just not work as we understand right. work to be
1: done. It's more
3: mental work. What just, don't work.
1: But you watch all the Yankee games anyway. Gotta uh, sorry, watch, the Bombers. got
3: to watch a lot more. Uh, <laughs>
1: Team from Queens. Yeah,
3: that. The flushing flushers. Right, exactly. You know. Okay, so
1: you have to watch more baseball. You watch Ow. both of the football teams. Yeah, and I have
3: to work on my patience and not uh, overreacting every day. On Twitter? <laughs> on a microphone. On the microphone? They want you to do that. Yeah, but uh, baseball can I have the same take every day? It's one thing to have the same take every week. This, we got new takes we can, we can have every day. It gets very mon- uh, monotonous
1: over there. Over. Okay, so, so the labor will come from watching another baseball team. Mental strain. And thinking about the takes more.
3: Yes, it's okay. more of a mental gymnastics I will play. The actual labor, the hard-hattedness, if you will. And to be honest, i probably leave my hard hat at the door here. When do you offer
4: to eat something?
3: I'm done eating. I told him that. Okay. I'm not the eating guy. Yeah. You told him that? Yeah, I said I'm not I'm not stuffing my mouth with a bunch of stuff. I need a healthier me
1: now. <laughs> is it because you want to be healthier or because you don't want to be seen as a sideshow?
3: I mean, I, I, I the side show will come no matter what. I had a bug in my shirt to start this show. Uh, no, I want to be healthier. If I'm if I'm going to not sleep 4 hours a day and get a little more sleep, the least I can owe my body back is a little respect. Wow. You told them you're not going to eat stuff on air. Yeah, I said I'm not. I'm not going to be the you know throwing hot dogs down my mouth. Don't worry about that. I was told. So,
2: <laughs> wow. Yeah, you know, look,
4: Shorty's Shorty's making a move. All right, he's <laughs> I'm telling you this is it. Shawnee's made a move.
1: <laughs> yeah,
3: you get crazy. I'm sure. I'm and I'm naturally animated.
1: I don't make up. So you get that part of me. Why do you think that they wanted you to change your name to your real name? What's their thinking? All I was told, and I really don't know. I will just tell you the only quote I was told
3: was, quote, I hate nicknames go by your name. But it dawns on me that that was, was told that to boss? me. the boss? Yeah, it was dawned on me that it was told me told to me by a boss that actually goes professionally by a nickname.
5: <laughs> 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 so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know.
3: I couldn't
1: answer that. <laughs> oh. There you have it. Well, do you think that they're trying to dress you up as a more credible sportscaster? I, well, I don't know.
3: Like, I guess sportscaster sounds weird. What am I doing? The highlights in '89. (laughs) Um, No, I get. Well, they do want me. In some ways to be taken seriously, but I also think that they are hiring me for a side show. I think they're looking at me to be a utility player on the air. We need the crazy, we'll tap on them for the crazy. We need like a a coherent sports thought, we need that sports thought to be taken seriously. So, you know, I represent an opposing fan base point of view than the number one name on the show. And I think they're looking for that balance between us two as fans,
1: Hmm.
3: I think, while having the athlete
1: in the room. Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't know I don't know man no, we'll see what happens They but they want you to be a real person they don't want you to be a a crazy slapstick kind of guy But I think and this is what gets lost in the Mirazi
3: and the pork butts know this well I am a real person and I think that they know that they want me to be the real person while getting the natural real person stuff that you guys think is zany person whatever happens happens whatever happened to predictability the milkman, the paper boy, even DA's producer on TV.
4: <laughs> <laughs> this is Vinny Testa <laughs> at the Metal Lance. It's coming. <laughs> <laughs> Out for the season. Just shit this. Don't <laughs> fill
3: the job permanently, you know, we'll see what happens.
4: Oh, we will. We're not going through <laughs> hundreds of resumes for, for to not fill it permanently. <laughs>
1: This is Vinny Testaverdi at the Meadowlands. Is that when he ripped his Achilles in yes. Game One? Okay. And then then Moraz goes.
5: Just listen.
1: Don't fill the gig permanently. Yes. Well, whoever we hire, we'll tell. you This is just a, a temporary solution here. We're kind of waiting for Moraz to come back. <laughs> we'll, we'll make. You're an interim until 2025. We'll make that decision. <laughs> Uh, you're Rich Bisaccia for two and a half years (laughs) and then we'll make a decision (laughs) okay when we come back Danielle Mraz's wife has something for the show I don't know what it is I haven't been hip to that yet but it's coming so stick around plus we're stunned DA CBS Sports Radio Pressing, I'm a slob, and it needs
4: to end. It's DA on CBS Sports Radio.
1: Sounds like it is going to end, as Mraz wants to be a healthier version of himself. Something that I've said out loud, oh, approximately 25 times over the course of our 10 years together. Welcome back. You can listen to the DA show on the ever-expanding CBS Sports Radio Network and also on Sirius XM channel One Fifty-Eight. And on the free apps, use the free Odyssey app or the free CBS Sports app. I forgot after Yardhouse, I scooped up a Giridelli hot fudge Sunday when the Jack Roberts screwed me on an early big bet. <laughs> Bogues had a great idea on the PGP last week. We have to settle all bets this week. All bets are clear. Do I still owe you a six-pack of Kona big wave, or did I get that for you? I thought you got me all the beer you owed me. I think I did get you the Kona, but I think I do still owe Bogue's beer from the Brew Haha ha this year because I delivered half. half of the winnings to the Bob's Bar show. Do I owe Bogue's beer then? I believe so too. Yeah, not nearly as much as DA, but you do owe me something. Here we go. So please go back to the videotape and let's review how much beer we owe. And if anybody. Has anything that Moraz owes them, or I owe them, or we owe somebody, speak now or forever hold your peace this week?
4: Uh, Moraz owes me a grand, <laughs> thousand bucks. Yes, <laughs> for Wimbledon. Yes, <laughs> I, I purchased those tickets thinking we're going to go. <laughs> oh. Pay
1: up. So Danielle Moraz's wonderful wife has decided to get a. Gift, so let's cue the music here, boys.
3: As she does in most cases, she handles all the gift-to-giving in my house.
1: So and everything else. This is for me, but has been told to me that it can be used for the show all week long.
4: If you choose to.
1: If I choose to. It's a brown paper bag and a beautiful, nice little... Um, Prison-themed tissue paper?
4: It's a flask <laughs> Open
1: this up. Oh, wowie. No way. It's a wooden box that has an etching on the front that says, The DA Show Radio Trivia 2013-2023. through (laughs) Wow. Whoa. This is awesome. Did she have permission to use your logo, DA? No. We'll license it out. (laughs) Okay. It should be noted, Danielle got me one of the greatest gifts I've ever had and I saved it to this day and it is front and center where I keep all my mementos and it is a scrapbook of the first seven years or so of the show when I turned 40 it was my 40th birthday present and it was awesome this incredible scrapbook with all these cool pictures from the show and headlines and things that were clipped out of of everything it was just like really really special she's amazing at gift giving look at these cards all these cards have the logo on the front, and then trivia on the back. This is amazing. Okay, so the first card, I'm going to just take it off the top. (laughs) This is great. (laughs) This is so great. And I'm not even supposed to say his name, but I'm going to say it. What was the first thing Jack Stern cooked for the staff? This is from 2022. How amazing is that this is a trivia question? Would anybody like to
4: guess? Uh, Buffalo wings. Yeah, it was wings.
1: I I'm the one who gave her all the answers Uh and questions. So I would have. I don't think I would have guessed wings. I think I would have said tangier chicken. But it is wings. Wings are the correct Mm -hmm. answer. And he never
4: cooked tangier chicken. Right, which would have been.
0: (laughs) That was my first thought. Which would have been a whole other problem. It's not Tangier chicken. He didn't make it. So
1: no, wasn't it something disgusting? Nobody ate it. Wasn't
0: wings? No, it was wings,
1: and that's
3: when
0: we thought he was a good cook because yes. the wings were good. That's yes. the twist. Ah. Mm-hmm. And you you hung to those wings. There's a time, remember, where the three of us were pushing back on Jack, and you were his number one fan, and the wings mm-hmm. were part of
1: your ammo. Yeah, thanks. Right. I was the I was the original defender. You were. Let that not be forgot. Forget. how that you go for you? Defender? History. Just, now, just
3: so you know, those are like I don't know if they. She has them all in year order. You don't want to keep pulling from the same year. Maybe you might want to shuffle. There's eleven years worth of questions in there, five or
1: six per year. <laughs> Here's a good one. Our board ops went from overnight Kenny Brock to evenings Planet Stevo. And Planet Stevo was a little bit of a a space cadet. He was on his own planet. If you see the Zubaz video, Planet Stevo makes an appearance in the Zubaz video. What guest did Steve Moralia, Planet Stevo book when he had his one week shot at producing over the summer in 2015? What guest? What guest did Planet Stevo? Now, Moraz is out for vacation. Steve-O has a chance to kind of rise up the ranks, move from the board over to the producing chair, maybe, you know, impress some of the, the execs here. Who's the one guest that Planet steve booked that week? <laughs> Don't look
0: at me. I said on Saturday this last week, I know nothing about the Steve Moralia era still of show.
1: As you so so the show. So I got nothing. You said he's a ghost to me. Yes. The answer is he booked Meraz.
3: <laughs> <laughs> he went 0 for 4 the first four days and booked
4: me from 4 to the fifth day. Sounds about right. Yeah,
0: Sean now books DA when DA's
1: on vacation. So, Final question. This is from 2018. What, what did Meraz think Rosetta Stone was actually called?
0: <laughs> I don't remember this one. He
1: knew what it did, but not what it was called. He knew that it translated or helped you learn new languages. He thought it was called Sharon Stone, everybody. (laughs)
5: That's right.
1: (laughs) This is awesome. This is so freaking awesome. A whole set of DA Show trivia cards. Don't think for a second that Dixieland Dan wouldn't be playing this outside in his backyard crushing bush lights and eating possum. That was the caveat that Daniel wanted
3: to throw out there, that we do have the template. We do have extra cards and boxes. We could perhaps give away a game or two at the end of the week if anybody would like to win this, and you deciding how that would
1: happen. Wow. Wow. I think
4: if we did, they got to answer a question.
3: Wow. So that's why when they give it to you Monday, marinate on that. See if that you want to use that in any way, shape, or yeah. form the rest of the week.
0: I like Pete's idea. Like little Dixieland Dan versus Robin the three two one. Best of three questions. Winner gets the set. Oh. So
1: we've picked out that those are the two super friends? No, just the first two guys in my head. Okay. Yeah. This is so awesome. Well, we'll have to do something about giving something away. Yeah.
0: Shawnee could sign the box.
1: Yeah. Commemorative.
4: Is he going to sign it as Sean Moraes or as Moraz?
1: Good question. When we went out to Boise and we had lines wrapped around the block for autographs, Moraz signed a Moraes. You would fail that trivia question. Really? I signed
3: all three names. I signed my name and then I did the little quotes, Moraz underneath it. Oh. That was my go-to DA show signature when everybody asked for one.
1: If you are in the Tri-State area... Or just want to make a smile as Murad goes over to the new station and starts doing remotes, remote broadcasts, public appearances. If you could just show up to some of those and say, "I only know you as Murad. Please address me as such." That would that would really be helpful, so that the the execs see what type of mistake they're making.
4: He's also off for some prayers too. If you want, if you want to come and see him and then and pray with him as well. The
3: one thing I want is
4: my name back. And you guys
3: are like, demand that.
0: <laughs> it reminds me of uh, those websites that sell the t shirts. say, like, I still call it the Jake or I still call it City yeah, Field. Right, I, yeah. I still call him Mraz t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually not bad. That's not bad.
1: Bogues' headline.
0: Uh, first, there was a hole in one, then a title for Steph Curry at Tahoe.
4: In the hole! He's got a chance. Oh, it goes in. Oh! And Steph Curry is the winner
0: of uh, the American
1: Century Championship within an oh, we've eagle. We promote the hell out of this tournament. Yeah. We've had Kevin Millar on, Joe Thiesman oh, on. Yeah, we've had all these, Not all these guests on about this event, and it turned out to, we had Smoltz on about this, Maddox on about this. And it turned out to be an awesome event, and Steph Curry won it. I was just going to utter the words,
3: who cares about Steph Curry playing golf in some event, and then you just dawned on <laughs> me that this was the event we prepared. This is the Lake Tahoe event that we had, like, ten people on yeah. to promote, and it I turned out very to be much. awesome. You I think we much.
0: had three in one day, Sean. <laughs> you <Yeah>. and Island, <laughs> We did one each hour, seven, eight, nine. We were basically there without being there and he forgot. We did
3: radio roll from Lake Tahoe. <laughs> I think Planet Steve O was
4: on as well. Amazing.
1: Mraz booked sixteen guests to promote this event. And then it actually had an amazing weekend as Steph had a hole in one yeah. and then won it on an eagle on a sixteen foot or eighteen foot putt or something. Yeah. And Mraz was like, what event is this? <laughs> <Yeah>. And people <laughs> stayed at the end of this
0: one too, Sean.
1: They what stayed they, the whole way to the They're next
3: to a lake. I guess go in so. The water. You
1: dive right in. What is dopey <laughs> golf tournament nobody cares about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the one that we've done a read for every week for three months? <laughs> it's fair. Next year, you're going to be in it.
5: Try. Yeah, really? True. <laughs> True.
4: What, who's in the Moraz golf tournament? Or the Sean Morash golf Yeah, tournament?
1: there it is. Kevin James. Ray wow. Romano. Joe Gattascoli.
4: Alf. Joe Gattascoli. <laughs> Pat
1: Noswald. Did you say Alf? Alf is the name. Alf. <laughs> <laughs> Pat
0: Noswald. <laughs> There's another Baldwin. guy, Gary Valentine. Is that his name? That's yeah, always yeah, in the exactly. Kevin
1: James. <laughs> All the Kevin James people. <laughs> Billy Baldwin. <laughs> Billy Baldwin. The guy that played Larry in Three's Company. <laughs> <laughs> Larry the Cable Guy. That's Larry I forgot the his Cable Guy. No, Larry Manning. the Cable Guy is in this one. No, that's right. <laughs> yeah, Cooper Manning. and Jack Stern and Jack Stern
0: Uh, Curry beat former tennis player Marty Fish by the way he had won this event three summers ago as for the pros Rory McIlroy birdied 17 and 18 to steal the Scottish Open yesterday sending him off to Royal Liverpool for the British Open this week. He won the event the last time it was there. The Astros went deep five times, including twice in a four-run ninth for a 9-8 win in Anaheim last night. Houston remains three games behind Texas in the AL West, two games up on the Red Sox for the AL's last wildcard spot. The Yankees also two back of the Strohs after losing in Colorado on some kind of home run from Alan Trejo.
4: There's the 2-0. Swung on, and there it goes, deep left field. That ball is high. It is far. It is gone. Alan Trejo, it's a two-run home run. A solo home run, excuse me. Oh, no. They're in the bottom of the 11th, oh. and Colorado wins 8-7. 8-5-5,
0: 2-9, uh, never mind. You guys know. No. Uh, there was a two-run home run to tie the game. 2 5 5 2 excuse me, 8-5-5. Bottom 11. 0 <laughs> Uh, The Bombers now 15 and 19 since Aaron Judge hurt his toe. The Titans were the first team to host DeAndre Hopkins. Now they are signing the free agent wideout. It'll reportedly be a two-year deal worth as much as $15 million in year one. It also
1: sounded like John Sterling, something happened in the booth. He got hit by a ball. (laughs) Ow! Ow!
0: Ow! He got hit by Shohei. From Anaheim to Denver. Uh, The Phoenix Suns staying busy, signing forward bowl bowl. They Uh trade campaign to the Spurs for a future second round pick and to clear 24 million luxury tax. And they get three future number twos from Orlando for agreeing to a first round pick swap in 2026. And Mexico fought off Panama 1 0 in Vegas to win its ninth gold cup, the most in the event's history.
4: Oh, 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 oh. And we're getting stunned? Oh,
5: yeah!
4: It doesn't take much to surprise this bouncing baby boy.
3: This is honestly the most stunned I have ever been on the show to a news. The DA Show is stunned to a news.
0: Uh, and P.S., another decision we've got to make here because we stunned that doofus. If he's not here anymore... It's still called Stunned to a News?
1: I think so. Pete and I have had some brief conversations about this. I think it stays Stunned to a News. I think it's a signature on the show, and I don't think we have to change it just because Mraz is... Do we bleep out his voice in the open, though? The thing is, it's called it because he said it, so it's kind of weird to then call it without people knowing why.
0: What I did here still happened here, just because I'm leaving.
4: We should have other, like, guest voice people to do that.
0: <laughs> Pete signing up for more work.
4: No, you know, no let's keep the way. Yep. Uh This done courtesy of
0: Roddy2112 via Twitter DM. Uh, I think we've all seen the viral video by now of the sea otter wrestling away surfboards from humans yeah. in Santa Cruz, California. Uh, marine biologists are concerned by the behavior because otters should not be approaching humans like this. They're afraid of what might happen next, so they've been trying to capture otter 841 for the last week plus without any success. In fact, this otter, who has a blue tracking tag on a flipper, has been avoiding capture since last summer when it first acted erratically. Researchers say the otter is not following the normal uh, behavioral patterns when it rests, when it eats. So figuring out a capture plan has been tough. Apparently it's a smart otter and it knows that nets are bad for it, so it stays away from those too. Uh, Once they catch it, it'll be evaluated and then sent to a zoo or an aquarium. This is horrible. Why? Who are we to tell the otter how he should be
3: behaving? If he's escaped there looking for him for a year, he's in his habitat, natural habitat. Now, you don't want him eating humans, but we also maybe shouldn't be in their water. Eating humans? Or surfboards or whatever. Eating stuff, biting into that. He's definitely There's, not eating humans. But the bottom line is this. They don't like his erratic behavior. He's an otter. Not all humans act the same. Let him live out. and We shouldn't be making that determination to drag him to SeaWorld.
0: All right, let me ask you a question, though. You take the girls to California. They're in the water on a little uh, little wake, you know, what do they call it? A little boogie board thing. Uh huh. And the, this otter who they've been looking for, who you've... Advocated leaving alone, takes a big swipe at your daughter and big cut of her leg. Needs stitches. Are you okay with that, or are you angry because they didn't catch the otter? Uh,
3: I mean, I understand that I'm in their habitat, and I'm every time I get in the ocean, I'm aware a shark could
0: bite me. Right, but like they actually have the ability to take this otter out of the mix of hurting somebody.
3: Okay, but who's to say the neck Gary the otter can't do that a year later? Now.
1: Is the otter hurting anybody, though, or is he just... Not yet. I think just... the
0: fear is what would happen
1: next. Hmm, so they think that he's a danger. That Yeah, I guess when
0: animals don't act the normal way, it makes them nervous that there's something going on inside the animal, and that could lead it to do something it would normally do, like take a bite of somebody, or I don't know what kind of claws, nails otters
1: have. But for now, he's not just kind of being like a, a playful little animal?
0: I mean, maybe, but... I, There's only so much they can know without talking to otters, you know? So they're judging it by its behavior, and
1: that's not great. Yeah, the video itself seems like he's totally benign. He's just swimming alongside the other surfer, and he's, like, grabbing the surfboard. And you're like, aha, it's just like a little otter that's trying to latch onto the surfboard.
0: Isn't there one where it, like, kind of makes a move towards the person to get it off the end of the surfboard to, like, really claim it? I don't know. But
3: but look, if this was a fox, and it was, like... Coming down everybody's neighborhood block And acting erratically Yeah, tranquilize the fox And bring it to the zoo We are the ones invading the otter's home Where the fox would be the one coming to our home That's where I just disagree with it he wants to act erratic, and uh, you know what? Nature's nature. A whale eats him, and a whale eats him. Let him go play that business with his friends. <laughs> I don't think whales eat otters. You know what I mean, though? We should not be making that determination. Take him out of his habitat, because we need to paddleboard. Well, no,
0: so I, the difference between your examples, though, is an otter doing something that otters don't normally do. When you, a shark bites you, you go, well, you're in the ocean. That's, but we're that's not part otters. Of the, How do we know what they do? Because they... Like this one, they tag them and they track them and they observe them. And so we
3: know because he's acting the same way. How do we know that the otters off of 200 miles off the coast of New Zealand aren't acting like
0: that? Because there's nobody surfing off the 200 miles off the coast of New Zealand.
3: Exactly. That's the thing. We don't know that it's a rat. It's just a different different cat.
1: Well, I feel bad if the otter has to be removed just because he's being playful.
0: Right. If, the, if it's just being playful, I guess, is the, what you're trying to figure out here. Because no one has seen, like, this is not a common practice, as far as anybody knows, is otters (laughs) hijacking surfboards (laughs) from humans.
1: And where is this? Santa Cruz, California. Cool Californian otter, right? right? Pretty cool. Otters, seals. Coastal animals are kind of cool.
3: That just, like, hang out and just, like, look like your fat
1: uncle laying on a boardwalk. Eat fish. Sea lions. Seals are really
0: cool. Otters are super smart. One of the few animals that use that can use tools.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right. They use a rock to smash open the clams and the oysters. Yeah. Or like their own tools. They're not turning
3: a wrench or anything. Like, I can't get an otter to change my oil. <laughs> no. No, unfortunately. Not
1: yet. Not yet. We're but working on it. If the now vocational you programs. Behavior. That would be slightly erratic. But, you know, look. If the Garoppolo's have their way, we'll have otters cycle yeah. through the vocational schools right. here soon.
3: Yeah, if an otter came up to me and was like, you want to use the Fram filter? I would think that's erratic behavior. We've got
1: to get them into the trades. All right, thank you, folks. <laughs> when we come back here on the show, what is Miles Sanders talking about with Andy Dalton? DA, CBS Sports Radio.
3: There are some days where, you know, anxiety and soul-crushing get you, and you just need to soothe the soul. And an Asiago Ranch Chicken Club, two junior bacons, a four-piece nugget, and a Frosty sometimes is what you need. It's D.A. on CBS
1: Sports Radio. We've all been there. 51 minutes past the hour, D.A. with you on CBS Sports Radio. Watch the show on Twitch or on YouTube. Full episodes are available on YouTube. Just go to the CBS Sports Radio channel. You could also listen to us as well, or watch us rather, at watchda.com. Well, we know that Andy Dalton has been a decent quarterback over the years, has made the postseason a couple of times, 12-year career, and signed a deal with the Carolina Panthers to be Bryce Young's mentor. And Miles Sanders followed him. Five years in Philadelphia, he heads to the Carolina Panthers on a four-year, $25 million contract in free agency. So, Miles Sanders, who was a solid part of the Eagles' run game, obviously, and run to the Super Bowl last year, is now in Carolina. And Miles Sanders was on WFNZ's Mac and Bone show in Charlotte.
4: I have a good feeling about these guys. Uh, uh, These guys work. And that's the main thing I've noticed in OTAs. Uh, We got a very, very good young quarterback that's being mentored by a very, very, very good quarterback, future all-of-famer Andy Dalton.
1: Now, this is a pretty hysterical story because Miles Sanders is just trying to be nice to a teammate. And this would have absolutely no attention, no national attention, no attention on social media had he not just thrown in that one little phrase. He can say Bryce Jones will be mentored by a, a great quarterback, a veteran quarterback, a winner, all of these types of things. We're really happy to have Andy Dalton here. I see how much wisdom he brings to the table. He knows what he's doing. He teaches us every day. All of that would be fine, and nobody would say a peep about it. But Miles Sanders had to just inject in their, quote, future Hall of Famer. Now, I think we know why he's being nice. It's because guys the time of year are always nice, especially to the veterans that he's just trying to say, like, we've got a good locker room, but why he said future hall of famer is truly bizarre because Miles Sanders can't really think that Andy Dalton is a future hall of famer. Unless he doesn't really know who Andy Dalton is. I mean, is it possible, like he thinks Andy Dalton was like Matt Ryan or Philip Rivers, and just kind of getting them all mixed up? Andy Dalton is a three-time Pro Bowler, and that's the list. And he's been fine, but of course, he's not making the Pro Football Hall of Fame. So, I, it 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 strikes me like when I was eight years old. And I used to collect baseball cards. And there were guys that I thought were in the Hall of Fame because I collected their cards and I thought that they were a big deal and then I realized they weren't in the Hall of Fame. And I'm like, whoa, wait a second. That guy's not in the Hall of Fame? I feel like Miles Sanders has to be like me when I was eight years old. Wait, Andy Dalton's not a future Hall of Famer?
2: Oh, weird. Weird.